What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 180 of Literate Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. What's up, dude? Another world's in the books. I watched one round. I watched a lot of Unite. <laughs> and then one round of VGC. I did watch one round of VGC. I watched round one. Uh, I, I listened to quite a bit of the, like, intro coverage and stuff like that because i was making dinner at the time and then when the agile coverage started i put it on and we watched round one and then i went i think i'm ready for bed (laughs) yeah so the big thing is like worlds is in japan which means it's on on a rough time zone for us u.s people yeah which it sucks but you know i also understand that they're not gonna change their uh, their schedule to accommodate us. Exactly, it's like we don't change our schedule to accommodate them. Um, yeah. But for those that were like in the U.S. trying to watch, you pretty much had to start watching at like seven or eight o'clock at night, and then you would uh, be up till midnight, one a.m. probably to watch at least a couple rounds of Pokemon. <laughs> Uh, I yep. remember I remember going to bed watching Unite Day 1. I woke up to go to work the next day. Unite Day 1 was still playing. <laughs> it wasn't a rerun. It wasn't a, bro- a, new, a second broadcast. It was still playing matches for Day 1. That's um, so but, funny. But Unite has to get all of its stuff done in two days. They don't get the three-day event like Oh, uh, I did not know that. Go. Yeah. Uh, so day one for Unite was group stage, so it was uh, eight groups divided into three or four different teams, and you would play round robin in that group. Number one from each group would go on to the double elimination bracket. Uh, Luminosity won again. They are back-to-back Pokemon Unite World Champions. Um, so Wu, NA wins again. Can, can we just say that uh, they're the best? Until like they they are luminosity is very good, and until someone says otherwise, they're the best. And uh, uh, it's, it's going to take a lot to say they're not the best. Luminosity did not have a very strong like regular season play. They qualified pretty easily, but they weren't like at the top of the tables all the time, like winning events like like things like like um, Tally Bobo Believers from EU was winning a bunch of events. Nouns Esport, I think, won a couple of, re- of their events they needed to win. Um, the majority of, like, the NA teams were like, oh, here's TTV and Team YT, uh, which is, Team TTV is uh, a bunch of, like, Twitch streamers, and then Team YT is more streamers. <laughs> is the YouTube streamers? <laughs> yeah, I think, pretty much. Um, it's like YouTube content creators, and then a, and then Twitch streamers. I think Enders on Twitch on Team TTV. Um, they're very prominent in the uh, Twitter community uh, in the uh, Twitch community um, for Unite and whatnot. But NA won again. That's all that really matters. Um, I had a lot of fun watching Unite coverage. They confirmed that we're getting Blaziken, Mimikyu, and Meowskarada. Uh, starting in September, so it's like September, end of September, and then October. Alright, I might come back and play. I, I was about to say, I was about to say, I might get you, and I can probably get Ro to come play. It'll be great. Um, I, I might. I'm inside. Blaziken's a lot of fun. Blaziken's, uh, it's an all-rounder. Um, Is it, like, playable yet, or have you, you just watched You can play it on the uh, public test server. I don't know how to do that. It's on mobile. You have to get. You have to fill out a form, and then they give you a special like install file, and you can play it on your phone. Uh, the public test server is mobile only, so. Oh. Yeah, that sounds complicated. It's it's a little complicated. <laughs> it's, it's ho- it's I know it's literally in... a few buttons to push or whatever, but yeah, I'm good. It's also like the servers are not U.S. local, so you'll be playing on like severe ping. So you kind of gotcha. have to deal with that. But it's 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 a lot of fun just like testing stuff like that. I was on uh, a couple public be- uh, beta servers for other games like like MOBA games back in the day, and it's always fun playing with all the new toys before they get shown out into the world. I mean, yeah, I uh, I don't know if it can actually be claimed as such, but uh, I was a part of the Magic Arena beta forever ago, um, and then you know like. 
it seemed like they were in beta forever. And they then were. they just went, all right, guys, it's officially the release time. And nothing changed. They didn't yeah, change anything between anything. It's like, uh, sure, you got it. Whatever, I, I feel like, whatever you say. I feel like if you don't change things in beta, then you're not really in beta. <laughs> oh, dude, you you played then, right? You played back yeah. in the beta. Like, yeah. they didn't change anything. Nope. It is, it's, it's been all the, the same. same model since the beta. Yep. Um, but yeah. Uh, outside of sleep-deprived worlds content, um, we have a new world champion. Uh, congrats to Sohei uh, Kimura. For, I, I probably butchered that name, and I'm sorry. Uh, for their world's victory. Um, shout out to Michael Kelsch for coming in second. Uh, this was... I believe Michael's first uh, Worlds for VGC, and I believe this is Sohei's first win in like first top cut in Worlds. So they were they're both pretty pretty new, quote unquote, to like the World stage. Um, but I their teams are awesome. They look amazing. I was I was really kind of cheering for Michael because they have like the Dragapult Chen Pao Heat Train stuff that I've been like pumping and trying to tell people like this is good you should play this and nobody wants to listen to me <laughs> so um, i went and looked up um shohei has been playing um uh, it looks like they've been playing since 2017 was their first worlds um yeah. that's as far back as Wikipedia goes on them so um yeah had uh, Worlds in 2017, 2019, 2020, 22, 23. I mean, yeah, it's been a very consistent Worlds, uh, Worlds participant. Um, but yeah, I believe this is their f- uh, first cut, maybe second cut. Yeah. Maybe um... third. I don't know. But definitely, definitely first win. I can, I can confirm. It's definitely that their first win. I think, I like I said, I remember hearing somebody say that like this is like their first like big top cut at Worlds, and so it's kind of all around fitting that they finally made it to the big stage and then they just win it. Um, yep, absolutely. Shout out to Maddie Morgan in eighth. They were there. There are Maddie Moo. They know who they are. Um, when we first started like our whole VGC podcast stuff, like they mm-hmm. were one of the people that I kind of like, I started watching a lot more and started like mm-hmm. talking with and figuring stuff out. Um, they are great people. Definitely go check them out. Um, they, they had one of the cooler teams with like double genie Goldingo stuff. I like it a lot too. So interestingly, every team has one ghost. Every yep. team has Urshifu. Yep. <laughs> was guaranteed um a world's win once we got the top eight but not all of them are rapid strike urshifu if that makes sense oh i did not know that okay there, i think there's like one or two uh single strikes hiding in here yeah the um the thing you sent here doesn't denote uh differences between like the single strike forms. and rapid strike yeah thank you i couldn't think of the word forms um look man it's been a day blame Dude, pokemon we'll, we'll be blaming pokemon for a lot of things here in a minute so don't worry um uh, they, let's see. they are the five, ones that didn't make five chin pal five chin pal two crest two ursaluna um two landorus two tornadus no thunderous Bunch of Iron Hands. Three, three landers. There's three landers. Is there three? Oh, I missed. Yeah, yeah because Maddie had it down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in a different spot on Maddie's. Yeah. Yep. I I just missed it. Four, five Iron Hands. Five Iron Hands sounds right. Yeah. Um, not every team had a Grass type either. The the Cress uh the Cress Ursaluna teams did not have a Grass type. Yeah, they were playing Dragonite Iron Hands stuff. Yep, exact same six. Interesting. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely have to go and uh, we'll have at to least dig listen. into the pastes. 
I'll at least I have wanna... to listen to uh, Top 8 sometime this week at work. Just put it on and listen to it in the background. I think Don't the don't try entire... to go find Top 16. Just don't. Just don't. I... So, um... What happened? So, <laughs> to celebrate Worlds, they had a new spectator mode that they were going to show for Top Cut. Um, uh-huh. I... The, the consensus is they didn't test it properly enough, so when they went and uh, implemented it, it killed the LAN network <laughs> for a lot of those top 16 matches that were playing. So essentially, uh-huh. a, big, a big chunk of them went to, just went to sudden death. Uh-huh. Which... For those that may not understand like how the rules work, uh, they implemented these sudden death rules now um, for VGC like matches. Um, so it's like there's like things to deal with advantage and stuff like that. But there's also the rule now that in the case a game gets like DC'd and there's no clear advantage, you play another game. And so uh-huh. a lot of these people who were in a position to might be winning um got cut off on their game and they had to go play sudden death games and ended up losing and then there's it was a mess it is just a mess insane genuinely um, insane i don't think anybody had any dc issues after top 16 i don't think i heard of anything about that after top 16 but it was specifically top 16 killed the land network and a lot of people's games got dropped like mid game that's absurd, dude. Like, I just—it's a mess. I like, can't test imagine. Shit. <laughs> Come on, guys. It, It's—it can't be that hard, right? Like, like, if you're going to put out this thing to do this, make sure it works. Is it—is right? it that hard? Apparently. Um. Uh huh. What? What was the other drama? Oh, all the random DQs. Which, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, you're playing at the biggest event of the year. Why are you joining your teams? They put out a thing saying beforehand, hey, we're going to test out some new stuff to make to see how well, you know, teams are ginned and be able to test them and make sure that they don't actually have that and all the they let people know beforehand we have better technology to make sure these are legal make sure your stuff is legal so why would you not make sure your stuff is legal the consensus is that they were able to do a lot of these checks for home flags um for those that may not be aware of how like pokemon home and the games work uh, Pokemon sent from a game into home get a marker to tell you, hey, this is where this Pokemon has been. Um, and so when you send it from that to another game and then back to home, it'll have, hey, this Pokemon has been here and this Pokemon has been here. And so that way Pokemon home knows where it's at. And so when you go and go and search for like certain data for like Pokemon Legends Arceus, it's going to have different, tell you different data if you are looking at the boxes in that game versus Pokemon Scarlet and Violet who have a different, who have different information and different stuff like that. Um, a lot of these people just put the Pokemon in their Scarlet and Violet game, but they weren't originally in Scarlet and Violet. Like you had to transfer these up from Sword and Shield or Legends Arceus, AKA Urshifu or Saluna being the big contributors here. Um, also Landers, Thunderous, Tornadus, all that jazz. Um, but it ended up people not having these home flags on these Pokemon raised a bunch of red flags really quick. Yep. And to most people, a home marker, it's going to look like a jumbled bunch of code. Yeah, if, <laughs> if you don't know what you're looking for, of course you're not going to know what it is. You're not going to know what it is. It's because it's an encrypted code and it's only for Pokemon Home to decipher every time it is, you're in home. It is literally designed for you to not be able to see it. Like... <laughs> And so, what now? What everybody's up in arms is like, oh, Jenning, Jenning should be legal. Oh, Jenning should be illegal. Blah 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 blah. Going back and forth, make a battle sim. 
the people who gen more power to them cool i don't care if i'm going to go play in an event where it's sanctioned by the pokemon company i am making my team legitimate like i will put 100 percent there's just there's no reason to bring in a gen team like i understand no. like, oh i don't have time find somebody who does <laughs> yeah <laughs> figure it out i don't know what you expect Heck, I'll offer my services. Just send me teams. I will build them in game. <laughs> I don't mind. I, start sending me, people start sending me teams and start compensating me. Sure. Hey, uh, Carl, can you build me a team? Thanks. Yep. Just send it my way. And I, I, I don't know what it wanted to be, but you said you'd do it. So, thanks. Well, I have got something for you then. It'll be great. Don't worry about it. Um. But yeah, it's just they knew what they were doing when they put the Pokemon in the game. Um, like, yeah, Pokemon wasn't like we, we did. We weren't as worried about that before, like going through regionals. Everyone's like, "Oh, why they start upping it now?" Pokemon Home wasn't connected until now. We didn't have to check for Pokemon Home markers until now yep and so it's just like it's not that it's like new checks it's just they're using the old information to make new inferences um now that they have like home connectivity that's going to be a big thing going back and forth if you want to gen your pokemon just gen them in the game and then trade them up if you don't own the games i'm sorry that's just kind of how it's going to work find somebody who does have it yep um, I I bet you dollars to pesos. People who are working like around the clock on making their like their jetting bots and things like that, I'm sure they'll figure out how to add home markers in sooner or later. It's just how the world works. Yeah, and like but... sure, whatever. Again, like you like you said, it, it's whatever, man. It it's so we ridiculous. don't care. <laughs> No, we don't I, care that you gen your Pokemon. We don't care if you don't gen your Pokemon. We could literally care. We couldn't care less. But if you're going to gen your Pokemon and then complain about getting caught, you can't. That's on you. Don't you. Get that luxury. You yeah, don't get that you, luxury. You don't get to sit there and complain that you messed up. Like, should Pokemon have put specifically very meta defining Pokemon behind a ninety dollar paywall? Fuck no. no. Of course but not. Never. Also, at that the same time, it's just, it sucks. Also, at does. the same time, if you're playing a game where that is something you need, be aware that you need it. Like, it's so frustrating, man. Because, like, like you're saying, obviously, it sucks that you have to own not only another game but an expansion pass of said game to be able to like play this, like. To be able to have access to this Pokemon. At the same time, you are in who knows how many different communities. You are... If you're playing at Worlds, you clearly know people in the community, right? Like, Mm -hmm. that is is not a thing that you can just say, I I don't know anyone. I did this all on my own. I don't know anyone. I'm not buying that for a minute. Yeah. Uh, again, it's, it's scary just, like, reaching out into the community and just kind of like, oh, did you actually legitimately get this? How do I know? And it's, like, you just gotta build, like, a community that you trust. Um, like I said, there's plenty of people out there that will offer their services. Uh, I know Evan way back at the start of Island Armor, he was grinding for cub foods. Just grinding them. Because it's yep. super easy to do. Yep. Like, you get access to the DLC areas as soon as you're done with the tutorial. And then Cubfu's pretty easy to get to. You have Pokemon Home now. You can transfer Pokemon in and, like, bring them back and use those. It's, like, it's super easy to go and get your own Urshifu if you already have the DLC in games in place. Um, for all a couple people in the world, that means that they have to go buy the DLC, go buy the game. And the game doesn't drop... Like, Pokemon games don't drop in price here in the U.S. Like I'm No, sure. they don't. In, They're in going fact, to hold they only their price ever go and up. go up. Um, the fact that the up. DLC is also, like... a It's just a literally a code card. You can buy it at the store, or you have to buy it online at the eShop. Like, that's 
the only way you're going to get it. And so, like, if the eShop ever goes down and we don't get another way to get Urshifu, Urshifu's locked to that DLC forever. Yep. Does that suck? And Absolutely. 100%. It is a very crappy situation. Do is that I the situation anticipate... we're stuck with? Yes. <laughs> Do I anticipate that being the case? No. I, I think... I, think, I, we'll... I think we'll get ways to get Urshifu and some other stuff here soon. I hope, anyway. Uh, Urshifu needs to be readily available for this generation to continue thriving. Yeah, I... I this whole situation sucks. It does. Yep. I, I am... Not going to. There's no winners here. There is not going to be a winner, a winning side here. Because like, <laughs> the Pokemon Company looks terrible for disqualifying thirty plus players from their tournament, right? Like from their largest tournament yeah. of the year. Exactly. On the on the opposite side, who knows how many people also ginned and didn't get caught and got you know and were able to play with their ginned teams because you know, I, I'm going to say it to do so is pretty simple. If you've never yeah. worked PK Hex, it is it is the most simple program to ever put together. Granted, There's also just I've, dozens of bots on the internet for people to use now. Yeah, I've never done it for Switch games. I've I've never gens, you know, I, I've never personally done so. I don't have a hacked Switch, right? Like I I'm not yeah. able to do it myself. But man, I've I've done PK Hex or ROM hacks and stuff that I've played on emulators and stuff, and it's as simple as can be. Everything is just all right. It, the, the hardest part might be looking for what tab it goes under. That, that's it. Yeah. Um, but, like, it, it's a lose-lose situation for everybody. Like, the people who are anti-genning is just being all high and mighty. You're not winning an argument here. You're just being annoying. You look like, like an ass. You pretty much. It's just like you look like an ass trying to defend this anti-genning, like, oh, they shouldn't be genning Pokemon to begin with. I mean, and I'm not looking, disagreeing. Looking over here. They looking over here. They I want to. I'm gonna interrupt you here. This team in fourth has an Urshifu, an Ursaluna, and a Cresselia. Okay, on top of the normal base static Pokemon that are available in Scarlet and Violet naturally, that team alone costs somebody. 200 plus dollars to acquire because you have to plus, buy Scarlet and Violet, buy Pokemon Legends Arceus, buy Sword and Shield, and the DLC. That's, uh, you're forgetting home as well. You had to have a home. Yeah, <laughs> you, you don't have to pay for home. There is a free version of oh, home. Oh, true. I forgot, I forgot there is a free version of home. You get one box, but you only need the one box. <laughs> true. <laughs> I have so much garbage in home that I need to go through and clear out, and it's it's bad. Um, but that that team alone costs two hundred dollars plus in Pokemon game stuff. That's not counting your Switch console. Like that is just buying games. That is absurd. <laughs> that yep. should not be how this works. It's, it's a terrible situation. It should not be how this works. Pokemon needs to at least give us ways to get, like, Urshifu and Cresselia and things like that naturally through Scarlet and Violet before allowing them into a format. Yep. Like, they, they specifically made Regulation B and Regulation C to put things like the Paradox Pokemon and the Ruin Pokemon high on a shelf, away from players to access until everyone has been played long enough to access them. Why would you immediately go to Regulation D when you just got home access and put these Pokemon in the game? Like, you are asking people to gen. This is what you're doing. It is a crappy situation. It is a pitfall trap. They... People fell for it, and, and, and then they're going to get got, and now they're on the world stage, and... Yep. Like, they have every right to be upset about it, but you can't go out and complain if you got caught. No, I can, and I will. It's <laughs> it's their fault, Carl. Clearly. Um, if Pokemon would just make a battle sim that I could just play... I the worst have part to... is, is a battle sim isn't even a good answer. <laughs> are you are you ready for this? Every uh, every me. battle sim will have to be made every time Nintendo switches consoles. You will have to buy a new battle sim copy, 
in order to play Pokemon every time Nintendo switches a console. Well, you also probably have to Carl. you also have to pay for updates to said battle sim like DLC in order for it to stay relevant and make money for the game company. No, you're be- you're being unreasonable. Battle sims do not make a good business model. There's a reason Pokemon Showdown is free. <laughs> if Pokemon Showdown started charging people to play on their game, nobody would play on their game. No, absolutely not. Why would I? Exactly. There's no reason to. And so the fact that Pokemon Company needs to make money in order to keep their stockholders happy and keep other games coming, you can't just make a battle sim and hand it out for free. That's that's not how the world works. Um, they need money coming in. They need to make revenue off their games. And we're already having a hard enough time getting good console releases for Pokemon games at the rate we're going now. And you're asking them to do more on top of that and give you a battle sim that they have to keep updated every time they want to add new games or new Pokemon. Yeah, I don't see like, the problem. People people expect way too much. <laughs> no, That's I just I want the stuff I want. I don't care what everyone else wants, Carl. Yeah, clearly. Um, what I want is all that matters. But rant over. I'm done talking about it. I've said my piece. That makes one of us. Uh, that's that. Yeah, I I fully agree, man. It's it's ridiculous that I I don't know what people anticipated. Let's talk about new stuff. New stuff is fun. We had a direct on Tuesday last Tuesday, and then we got another trailer at the cl- ending at the closing ceremony for Worlds. Um, I have the first one pulled up from the direct, which we're gonna all. The direct was cool. I, I think I nailed pretty much everything on the head because I talked like Detective Pikachu, Cafe Remix, Masters EX, all that nonsense. We even got the date for the teal mask like I said we were going to. I don't think I missed anything crazy. Oh, yeah, the I, I think... Thing. The Mewtwo thing, time. whatever. The Mewtwo thing. Oh, the, uh, yeah. Get your Mew. That was that was cool. That, Which, I got a dragon Mew. <laughs> I haven't got mine yet. I, I was telling you that before we started recording. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I forgot that's the thing. Because I watched the trailer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, But we got some cool stuff in the direct. We got to see some new Pokemon. Um, some new to... Uh, like everyone Pokemon too. Um, we mainly got to see uh a lot of like the Ogre Pond and the Kitakami region or whatever it's called. Um, talking about some of the new Pokemon that we got to see and stuff like that. Um, the the big changes I think were uh we got to see essentially new Evos. Yes, for, yes, for, we have two um, new Evos. For Applin and Duraludon in this trailer. Yeah, we, got, we got Diplin, which is absolutely awesome. I love, I love Diplin. He is, it's so cute. Um, we also get to see a lot of the returning Pokemon f- that are going to be in the Teal Mask. Um, I know I saw Ickens and uh, Apom and a couple others that are not really great for VGC, but like are unique for like maybe some other like Draft League stuff coming down the line mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um... But I think a lot of the VGC-relevant stuff will be in the second part, which we'll talk about here in a second. Um, but I believe Diplin has a evasion-like intimidate effect ability. Yes, right. which is super cool. It's like it lowers people, Pokemon's evasion, opposing Pokemon's evasion when you... Uh, must pause it right here on this uh, Ogre Pond trash decision because we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but it's like it lowers evasion on Switch in, uh, which if you're playing like a lot of like hustle or lower accuracy moves, that's great. Like your fire blasts are more accurate, your blizzards are more accurate, your Draco meteors, all that stuff is is more accurate, which is great. Um, and then uh, we got to see a cool terraform for Ogre Pond. Yes. Which, it's like the mask got big. <laughs> so what, what it reminds me of is it, it's it's just like a unique ter- uh, terraform that's yeah. know, unique to it. And, and... I, I think that it's really interesting that this is something that we haven't seen. But like it also 
really make sense for what, like, what we have, right? Like, what we know the game... Words are based on okay. Based on uh, the previous gimmicks we've had, having a Pokemon have a unique Terra form makes a lot of sense, right? Like, it was yeah. a matter of time, I felt like, before this actually happened. Yeah, it's kind of like a combination of, like, Mega and Terrestrialization, which is kind of cool. Um, we're not sure how this affects Ogre Pond's stats or typing or anything like that. Um, but this also opens the door to Pokemon not named Ogre Pond maybe having a unique Terraform mm -hmm. uh, when that happens. Uh, also, we can, we looking at the screen here, we got Clefairy confirmed coming in the Teal Mask DLC. Love it. So... So that's a, that might be a VGC relevant Pokemon kind of to slot that in there. Um, Evie like Clefairy might might do wonders, might do some work, maybe replace Indeedee a lot of the time on certain teams. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, but uh, it looks to be uh, a very fun DLC for the first part with Teal Mask. It's a lot. Of, it looks like a lot of just like climbing and like adventuring and running around. There's a lot of stuff going on in that one. Whereas the second part of the DLC, the Indigo Disc, uh, looks very much more battle focused. Mm -hmm. um, it's got like its secondary uh, like E4 kind of thing going on. Uh, like, I guess you could call it like elite classes or something. I'm not sure. Uh, but there's like four trainers that you got to fight and things like that. And uh, inside is like the giant terrarium, which we finally got to see a lot. Of what's going on there? Um, yeah, that's super again, cool. It looks so good. Yeah, there's a lot of a low like regional variants for like Alolan forms. We've seen a Alolan executor in the past in one of the trailers. Alolan Sandshrew was just shown on screen. Um, so maybe like you could get like Alolan forms to evolve in the terrarium. Maybe I don't know. Um, I mean that would make cool, sense, right? It'd be a cool way for get to get things like that to evolve to be like, oh, mm -hmm. if you evolve execute inside the terrarium, you get a lowland executor. If you evolve it outside in, in the world of Scarlet and Violet, you just get regular executor. And same yeah, if you do so it in so this forth. biome or whatever, yeah, it creates an artificial biome for those Pokemon to be able to do their thing. And that'd be really cool if, if that's how that works. We're not sure 100 percent yet. It's kind of all speculation. Um, also, apparently, Maridon Karidon can actually fly inside Which the dome. I was I was telling Tiff that is a huge deal. It is legitimately one of my biggest complaints about this game is the fact that actually I fly. can't fly. You can glide, but you don't get to actually like fly and travel unless you're a very quick with your fingers and use the um, the down up swoop to kind of increase your falling speed over and over. <laughs> yeah um but we saw a lot of the fossils are going to be in the part two uh things like bastiodon rimpardos uh i believe we we might have seen dracovish hiding in here i don't remember but i know that i know that scarlet and violet not having like a, a generic fossil pokemon it's kind of weird oh here's uh the new artraludon uh evo uh, who knew Duraludon was going to get an evolution? Dude, it's it's genuinely crazy to me that they're just like, yeah, it'll probably be fine, right? How high do you think the base stat total on this thing's going to be? It's got to be 600. What is Duraludon Duraludon's already Duraludon's 535. There's no way it's that high. It is 535. The base stats for Duraludon is 535. Did they just turn Duraludon into a... A pseudo? a pseudo? Maybe. <laughs> Dude, people people were talking about Eviolite Duraludon. It's like, do you all not remember how little damage this thing does? Like, um, I know it has base 120 special attack, but like, it's, it's special defense is still 50. Yeah, and, and I think the idea now is you could do like body press stuff because you're getting... But like, Eevee Light doesn't do anything for body press, but now you can do like body press stuff because you're extra bulky. The the big um, thing is you get your AV boost while being able to play protect. That's the best yeah. part about it. 
that's the big thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you're you're bulkier on the physical side, so you're not taking as many like big fighting hits. Like close combat's not as scary anymore. Um, you're able to Terra, so that's kind of cool. Uh, Arcaladon gets this uh, signature like meteor beam style electric attack, um, which is that... so cool, man. I, I genuinely char- think so, it's a really good ability or a really good attack. Me- Meteor Beam always charged no matter what. This move doesn't charge if it's in rain. So it's kind of like a combination of Solar Beam and Meteor Beam all together. Which is kind of cool. Um, th- so I don't know if Duraladon's going to get the signature move. Probably not. Uh, if Duraladon <laughs> gets this move, hold your horses. This thing's going to be cool. Uh, but I think it's just going to be Ar- Arcaladon getting this one. Um, but outside of that, we also get to see, uh, two new Paradox Pokemon here in a little bit, uh, specifically, um, Raikou Paradox and Cobalion Paradox. Which I don't remember their names. Uh, they are Raging Bolts and Iron Crown. Can I get on my soapbox now? No. I'm I'm doing it. All right. I'm, I'm doing it. I think Raging Bolt's stupid. I hate it. I think it's ugly. And I I know it might just be the the people I talk to, but everyone's just like, "You're wrong. This is great." And I'm like, "I, I no. It's ugly. It bad." So literally, Raging Bolt is based off of what, like a dinosaur. Like they're all going to be based off dinosaurs, right? And yeah, and that's like cool. That's fine. Whatever. This one's ugly. Nah, this one's fine. I hate it. I genuinely don't like it. I ugly. Like a lot of people didn't like Walking Wake either. <laughs> so I think Wake's cool though. I mean, I like all of them. <laughs> I like dinosaurs. <laughs> I'm I'm sitting here hoping that what what I really want is for them to give me uh Triceratops uh Entei. Bulky like bulky fire type that just No, I just wanted to look like a Triceratops. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm trying, like I'm, like if you're going to make it a Triceratops, it's just going to be like a bulky fire dragon type that's going to be slow as yeah. heck. Yeah. That's, that's fine. fine. Um so this next trailer is the uh trailer from uh the World Ceremony World's Closing Ceremony. Um not a whole yes. lot crazy stuff, but there is a couple things you want to talk about in this one. Um, specifically, uh, we'll talk about what pops up at the end here, which is really, really cool. Um, but, uh, this one goes a lot more in-depth on the Indigo disc, uh, because they did a real big in-depth on the Teal Mask in the Direct. Uh, this is pretty much confirming that we're getting all the starters in the Indigo disc. Um, this includes Incineroar, for those that have been waiting for Incineroar to come back. You um, have a little bit. You can sit and breathe. It's yeah, fine. We're not getting teal mask until uh, we're not getting indigo disc until like winter. <laughs> so I don't imagine this until like maybe January. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like at the earliest, right? I think I think for Pokemon, it'll probably be it'll probably either be before Christmas or in January. Um, we also got some new moves spoiled here. Um, which leads me to believe we might get a whole slew of, like, tutor moves like we did in, um, Isle of Armor. Which would be really cool. Yeah, the, the new moves that are showcased here, um, are really cool. Uh, this first one is Psychic Noise. Um, it's a psychic type attack that deals damage and prevents healing effects. Uh, I believe the inferred effect is it stops things from ability... Uh, move and or item. So no leftovers, no rest, no heal block, no regenerator, any of that. Oh, I didn't think about regenerator. Uh, because of the way regenerator works, it works on after you've already switched mm-hmm. out and then it triggers. Uh, it triggers like on the switch out, but since heal block, this heal block essentially stops it. This is 
obviously we can't 100 percent test this yet because we don't have it but that's kind of the inferred effect this is just like all healing gets stopped yeah i i didn't even think about um about regenerator that's a really good thought uh we also got this other new move called upper hand um which essentially is like fake out for anti-priority <laughs> in a way yeah um so it, it itself is a priority move that yes. flinches the target um before their priority move yeah uh, I believe so it's, it, it's it's a cool effect. I believe the way people described it uh, from the information they got, it will fail if the user is not using a priority move. Um, and it okay. will always flinch when it hits. So if you got somebody like in sucker punch battles, clap them with the upper hand. <laughs> Get them. Pew, pew. And and then it becomes a real cool game of like, I have upper hand on this or, Pokemon. You have sucker punch. Let's figure out how this mind game is going to work. <laughs> or another interesting thing is like, if they have a fake out mon coming in, if this is higher priority than fake out, like, or you're faster than them, you or prevent like their fake the out. Priority. Yeah, if they're yeah. same priority, you could prevent the fake out. Yeah, that's really cool. That's a really cool idea. I would like it if it's plus if it's at plus four priority, so it is faster than fake out. So it's kind of like anti fake out tech. It'd be mm -hmm. very popular if that's the case, though. So it might just be plus three or plus two. We'll have to see. Yeah, either either way, I think it's going to be really cool. If it's anti fake out tech, I think it's a very good attack. Yeah. Uh, next up, we get to see Raging Bolt in all its glory. Uh, this is confirming name and typing for people that we because we didn't see it before. Um, it's got a new move called Thunderclap, which is essentially electric sucker punch. Mm -hmm. Um, it'll, I believe it'll always attack if you are, if your opponent is attacking, but if it, you're not attacking, it fails. Uh, pretty much best answer into Waterfu ever. <laughs> it's just like, you have to force them to Terra or deal with your electric dragon and, like, they have nothing that really hits this thing for super effective or at least effective damage outside of close combat. And if they do that, then they're definitely going to lose their uh, Urshifu. Mm-hmm. And then we also have Iron Crown. It's called... Um, oh, goodness. I'm going to murder this name here in a second. Um, oh, I don't remember on the top of my head what it's, it's called. It's a word. It's, yeah, it's Tachyon Cutter. Tachyon Cutter. So it's steel double hit is essentially the gist of this one. Um, it, which is cool. That's a, a which cool is really effect. Cool. Yeah, that's really cool. It also ignores all accuracy checks. So it's kind of like smart strike and double hit put together. Where do you where do you see that? So the uh, it's guaranteed hit to hit twice in a row. Oh, guaranteed. Okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, and so when we, plus I, I looked over the Twitter, like the dump for the data for all of this stuff. Cause they posted it on the Pokemon website a little bit later. Um, it's got all that information kind of listed there and it's kind of just what I'm trying gotcha. to remember from Twitter. But, gotcha. no, um, this is really cool. If all of these are like tutor moves, this is great. I love it. I like having all these mm -hmm. Pokemon having access to this stuff. Um, I, I think the big thing is, we'll like, it, obviously I'm okay with those being, like, signature attacks, right? Like, that's fine. That's whatever. I'm okay with, like, Thunderclap and Tachyon Cutter being signature. I I would love if they're, like, actually not, but I imagine that they are. Yeah, oh, I um, agree. It'd be really cool if they We didn't even talk about uh, typing for Iron Iron Crown. It's Steel Psychic. It's 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 actually a decent typing. So, that, that just means that... Uh... Tracheon's going to be Rock Psychic, and Entei's yeah. going to be Fire Dragon. Um, Fire Dragon, yeah, yeah. Fire if Dragon, even okay, okay, type, yeah. Fire Dragon's actually really good, right? Like you're weak to ground, neutral to water, weak to rock, neutral to fairy, uh, neutral to ice. Yeah, they um, they cover each other's weaknesses fairly well. Yeah, like that's a real good type combination. You're you only have two weaknesses that I can think of on the top of my head, and and rock and ground. I'm trying to think of what hit Turtonator super effectively. 
<laughs> uh, ground rock dragon. dragon. That's the other one. Yep. Is that it? That's that it. Sounds like it. Because I knew there was one more, and I couldn't remember what it was. It's dragon. Um, and then steel psychic is weak to fire, ground, and dark and ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. So that's not bad typing either. It's better yeah, than the full, psychic grass and and the it's like it's better than the psychic grass that uh, Parisian paradox was. Uh, <laughs> that's and, true. And so to end the episode and end the trailers here, uh, we got this nice little terrestrialization sequence, um, kind of leading us into what the Terrapagos uh, Pokemon's like job is or what like why it looks the way it does uh this we don't know what the name of this is yet but this is a new terror type yeah so your theory is that this is going to be i believe so here, like here's no my type theory. so it's it's not really a type it's more of just like i'm going i don't know what terror type i wanted to be i believe this type will take neutral damage from all types when you terrestrialize uh you will deal neutral damage into all non-terra pokemon but deal super effective damage into terrestrialized pokemon that would make sense that that would be cool i think that's the most competitively balanced thing Mm -hmm. like like i was trying like when i saw it in my saw thing i was trying to figure it out in my head i'm just like the only way this works is if it does something specifically to terra pokemon but does nothing like special to anything else Mm-hmm. And um, like the way Terra works is why this works so well because the way Terra types work, uh, when you Terra, you still retain your original stab, and so this being like a non-type but it's like a new Terra form kind of thing that everybody has access to gives you like really cool ways. It's like I'm going to take neutral damage from everything. Everything's going to hit me for whatever. But I do extra damage to an opposing Terra Pokemon, so I can maybe counter a Terra with my own Terra. But the trade-off is, is I lose all my resistances that I would normally have. Mm-hmm. And so it, it'd be interesting to see that how this actually works. We don't know what it is yet. Uh, people have called it Rainbow Terra. People have called it uh, Light Type or Dream Type or whatever. There's a lot of speculation going on, uh, but. Uh, they did show off that this in the trailer, and it's just like kind of reminiscent of the Terrapagos turtle shell right there. If you can kind of see it, it's like it's got all the tight pieces on it and things like that. And so we'll maybe talk about it more when we get more details, and we'll probably look into how this actually affects the game. And if I'm if I'm going to be realistic, I think that this is going to be a unique Terra for uh, the turtle. Uh, so the name is. they it's it's Trapagos. So they specifically showed Baxcalibur using it. Did they? Can you uh, back that up? At, at Worlds, they specifically showed Baxcalibur using it. Never mind then. So that that I'm was the trick. Ideas. That was the trick. It's all Pokemon can use this Terra type. When they were talking about it, actually at the Worlds event, um, they, gotcha. they their way they demonstrated it was a Baxcalibur, and so. Gotcha, okay. So there's hmm. a lot of hidden information that if you weren't watching the world's closing ceremony, you didn't get. <laughs> but I'm very excited. Uh, I think this is going to shake up VGC a little bit more. Um, I'm excited to see like how the Indigo disc plays out and all that jazz. Um, I'm I'm real excited for the DLC because the baby gets here the week after the DLC comes out, and so I'm literally probably just going to spend my entire like downtime that I'm not taking care of Amelia playing the DLC. <laughs> Which, like, you know, that's pretty okay. That's probably fine. <laughs> pretty all right with that, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much been the busiest week of Pokemon we've had in a hot minute. It it really is. Like, we've had a lot going on here the last uh, week, right? Like, yeah, it has just been one thing after another after another. And I'm okay with it, you know? Yep. Um, they did announce where Worlds 2024 is. Uh, Honolulu, Hawaii. 
Um, when was they? They've been to Hawaii in like the last five years, right? Like it was it, like they've been to Hawaii once before. I feel like it's been pretty recent. Yeah, like I don't remember the last time they went, but it was um, it was recent. I'm looking it up now just to make sure I. I was gonna say you're on your own on this one. I have no idea. I remember seeing it in Hawaii once before. I can't find it right now. I'm still looking. It has been in Hawaii on three separate occasions. Pokemon World has been in, been in Hawaii in 20, uh, 2007, 2010, and then 2012. So it's been 11 years since the last time it was in Hawaii. So a minute. But the fact that but, it's been in Hawaii four times. <laughs> which, again, not really surprised by if you want me to be honest. Um, honestly, it's, I think... Part of it is they had a contractual obligation to go to Hawaii. They probably had one set up during the COVID years. And so that's why they're mm. kind of just like, hey, we're going to go here. May not be the best choice to do it still, but we're going to go here anyway. And regardless, um, like, I do. Hey, think I that, know it's not great with everything going on right now, but it's the best we got. Sorry. I, I think they and could if that's have, the case, like, like I, I get it, man. I understand, but they could have probably belated a year, put it in 2025. But the combination of Hawaii not being able to keep up with the overcrowding from tourism that's going on right now, everybody is leaving now that like the pandemic is over. Let's go on vacation. Want to know where we're going to go on vacation? Hawaii. <laughs> like there are there are like images of beaches just full of trash because oh yeah i'm native, not surprised the native population cannot pick it up fast enough that and tracks. it's terrible as it it's so bad and it's just like the last thing hawaii needs is during their off season in august to september is a bunch of pokemon nerds going out there to go visit and play worlds do I again? It's a, it's a lose lose situation. The Pokemon Company would have been out tons of money if they didn't keep up their end of the contract, so they kind of are stuck with it. Hawaii, like the state itself, is in a real bad spot. They don't need all these people here right now going up, especially after like the wildfires in Maui. Um, I'll have a link down below that you can go and donate to Maui's wildfire fund or whatever. There's Dude, it's... they. they it's terrible. It, there's there's no other way to put it. But I'll probably leave the link down below. For some, and I know, I know the charity. Pokemon Company. I know the Pokemon Company came out afterwards. It's like, hey, we understand this. You know, looks bad, so we're gonna donate to the thing, which I appreciate. I do. I'm yeah, sure they you know, they the... know this is like, hey, well, this is kind of bad timing, um, but. Like we're doing worlds here. Like here's to help start jumpstart this fundraiser. Yeah. Uh, they need it, and it's like they they needed it before Pokemon was going to announce anything. They should have mm -hmm. they should have made the donation probably regardless of where they were holding holding worlds. In my opinion, and I'm but, I'm sure they probably would have, but I'm I'm sure there was enough backlash that they're just like eh, we should probably do something about this. Hey 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 Jim, how much can we allocate this year to charity? <laughs> <laughs> cool good i'm gonna need that yeah um would it be cool to go to hawaii obviously that's been like on my bucket list since i was out of like moved out of my parents house was to be able to go to hawaii on a trip of some sort uh am i going to go to hawaii for worlds no yes oh no i'm not <laughs> <laughs> um it's hilarious right it's just like Pokemon Worlds during that season, it is their off season, so flights are cheaper. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I think I was looking through uh, air, just flights, just like for the heck of it, and uh, round tick 
trip tickets for like a week stay or whatever in Hawaii is like $600. I mean, that's, that's not it. like terrible. But we were just looking at flights to Peoria the other day and it cost $700. <laughs> to be fair. And that's five hours away. <laughs> to be fair. Honolulu, you know, kind of has the infrastructure in place for this, as opposed to little, little nowhere Peoria. When we were looking and talking about going to Knoxville, flights out to Knoxville were seven hundred, eight hundred dollars a pop. Also, just atrocious. Yeah, like it. It all depends on just where you go, and because, like I said, it is the off season, quote unquote. And so that's why flights are cheaper is because they still have people going out there, but they're not filling as many seats. So they got to sell tickets to fill the rest of the seats. So they're not wasting money. Yep. So if you're going, if you, if you're going to worlds and just kind of want to go be safe, be smart and book now, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. I mean, do, do it like by all means do it. If you're going to just be aware that, you know, it's probably not the best thing to do so right now. Be respectful. That's that's the big takeaway, right? Yep. It's just be respectful. Don't don't yep. pick up after yourself, clean up after yourself, heck, even clean up after other people if they leave it. Like people have a tendency out there to just we're on vacation and they don't think about the consequences of their actions. So Yep. Like, oh that doesn't affect me. It doesn't mean anything to me. I don't live here. <laughs> Yeah, no, it still affects you, trust me. Yep. All right. I think that's it. All right, bye. <laughs> say, get us uh, on out of here, bub. Absolutely. So, as always, everyone, thank you so much for watching. This has been uh, one of the episodes of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you ain't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> In in reality, um, you know, it, with everything going on at Worlds, it has been a very uh, long week for really everyone involved, I'm sure. And, you know, huge shout-outs to the Pokemon Company for making it all happen and making everything work as, as best as we possibly could. Um, and, you know, I I think that being said, we, we couldn't really ask for... Um, a better ran event. I, 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 I mean, yes, we could have, right? Like, I'm about to say, there's but... a lot that could have gone right that would have been nice, but uh, for for the situations that we were in, I think the event overall was uh, well handled. Yeah, but um, I think I think it's about time we get out of here. I'm gonna go make dinner so I can go to bed at a decent hour tonight. So same as as always, everyone. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, like, comment, and subscribe if you're listening here on YouTube. Uh, if you're listening on any of the audio platforms, make sure you leave us a five-star review. Uh, hit the subscribe button. It really does help us out and makes uh, just everything so, so much better for us. So if you could do that, that would be greatly appreciative. Um, past that, you can follow us over on X at LR Lessons. Myself at Mr. Missouri 25 Carter, uh, Carl is at uh, Musical VGC. I still hate it. It sounds atrocious. It's I, never going to sound I love good. hearing you say it every time. It's it, hilarious. It's, uh, awful. I know. I throw bad. up I a little in my mouth. I throw up a little bit in my mouth every time I say it. Did you know they got um, the X taken down off the building? I'm not surprised. You know, Facebook has like the trademark on the letter X. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Uh, so that's the thing that exists. Um, but. I think uh, you're on Twitch. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you can follow us over on Twitch as well. I know Carl's been doing his, his draft league stuff and everything over there, so make sure you follow him over there. That is at LR Lesson. Uh, that is at Musical over there for him there uh, and myself at Mister Missouri Twenty Five. Um, past that, you can come and hang out with us on Discord. Our community is great. I love every single one of them. And, uh, you know, if you if you want to hang out with us and play in all of our events and everything like that, you can always do so over there. Uh, we check might out the start website. doing Reg D events here soon, if I yeah, have time. Yeah, who knows? 
there's a very good the very good chance that we start doing something here soon um you can follow us uh you can check out the website at lrlessons.com uh you can find our calendar of events and everything up there so you can see what's going on when uh which you know like we talked about there might be stuff going on sooner than you think um let's see what else am i missing uh check out the merch page it's up on the website for now um and past that i think that's everything you missed patreon yes i did uh if you want to support us you can do so over on discord because they have subscription services now uh, shout-outs to Smeargle for being in that $10 patron tier over there. And uh, if you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so over there at patreon.com forward slash littlerootlessons. LRL? I don't remember. Just look it up. We're there. I'm sure that link's done in the show notes. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to our $10 and up patrons, uh, Papa Swish and Johnny Bravo Sr. So that is going to be it for this week, everyone. Thank you so much, and until then, have a good one. Peace.